Warning, you are about to enter a world populated by the most appalling music ever made. Welcome to the search for the worst album of all time. This is Broken Records. But I hadn't been forgotten, I do. I'd been married a long time ago. Saint Bango. <laughs> a girl with kaleidoscope eyes. <laughs> You're beautiful. Hey, hey, I wanna be a rock star. I just ate a salt and vinegar crisp. It was so salty and so vinegary. <laughs> it's burnt the back of my throat. I just need to get that. <laughs> it's the burnt the back of your co-op throat. Co-op salt and vinegar crisps. The salt and vinegar crisps down the, the co-op brand salt and vinegar crisps. Wow. Are so vinegary. They are un... But they're the most... Like, you know when you... Do you remember salt and vinegar discos? Yes. And they were like... Fucking hell. They're, they're like... They're like fucking ready salted to, compared to this. But I they hate are I, so vinegary. I don't like salt and vinegar flavor. Which I know, not? I know oh. it's a controversy. Is this how you want to start the show? No, 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 no. Uh, we don't have to. We can keep it in. I like want. it. I think it's quite a nice way to. Say. I mean, with salt and vinegar crisps, I prefer to what we're about to talk about. So, welcome I, to I Broken don't. Records. <laughs> uh, this is Broken. Well, we have then there we are. We started this is episode thirty-five of Broken Records. Yeah. I've had some salt and vinegar crisps. It's quite harsh. <laughs> Quite harsh in the back of my throat. My name's Stephen Hill. Renfrey Deadman is here with me. Hello. Um, little bit about not liking salt and vinegar crisps. I wasn't going to... I thought we wouldn't keep that in because... I mean, that's going to... That's not going to endear you. It's not the most controversial thing someone's going to say on this podcast no. today. <laughs> it's not going to endear me to the public, is it? Because uh, salt no. and vinegar crisps are the most popular flavour in the UK, I think. Probably well, so. one of, I think, yeah. I think they're very nice. I, I believe Co-op brand I, ones, though, will strip the skin off the back of your throat. <laughs> trust me. I believe um, I believe that there was a survey conducted and salt and vinegar came out top. So I don't know mm. what the source is for that. I just recall seeing it once. So, yeah. I wonder what uh, Little Zan would give salt and vinegar Chris out of nine. <laughs> <laughs> I guess ah! we'll be starting to find out a little bit later. So Broken Records is the show where we try and find the worst album ever made in music history ever uh go over to our usual podcast every friday riot act we review all of the newest stuff in alternative music and we have a patreon page patreon.com forward slash riot act podcast where you can go and listen to us talking about some of our favorite albums or any albums if you sign up that you suggest but this is where we take albums that have had a terrible critical reaction have an appalling fan reaction the artists themselves hate it uh you maybe you suggested the record to us there are many many reasons why the records that we cover here could get covered as a potential broken record but this is what that podcast is about finding the very worst of it and this week as i've already mentioned him we're going to be talking about the debut album from emo rap lad little zan total zanarchy which was released on the 6th of april 2018 that is going into our list which is already 34 records strong before i get any further into the podcast i will run down from the best album to the worst in descending order for you which i will do quickly now bob dylan's self-portrait is the best album we have so far between the two of us it's actually it's actually naomi campbell but anyway um <laughs> in reality uh bob dylan's self-portrait lou reed and metallica's lulu neil young's everybody's rocking lou reed's metal machine music liz fair by liz fair lauren hill's mtv 2.0 unplugged dd king standing in the spotlight the Transformed Man by William Shatner, Naomi Campbell's Baby Woman, Cute is What We Aim For with Rotation, Van Halen 3, Bush's Black and White Rainbows, Mick Jagger's Primitive Cool, Limp Biscuits Results May Vary, Umagumma by Pink Floyd, What The by Black Flag, Enemies, Streets in the Sky, One by Dirty Vegas, Razorlight by Razorlight, Famous First Words by Viva Brother, One More Light by Linkin Park, The Truth Is by Theory of a Renfrey Deadman, um, Louis the Fourteenth, Slick Dogs and Ponies, Queen and Paul Rogers, The Cosmos Rocks, Richard Ashcroft with the United Nations of the Sound, the original soundtrack to the Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band movie, Eog and Quig by Eog and Quig, Six Feet Under's Graveyard Classics Volume 2, Blood, Sweat and Towers by Towers of London, Angelic to the Core by Corey Feldman, Blood on the Dance Floor's Bad Blood, Methods of Mayhem by Methods of Mayhem, Uncle Crackers Double Wide and Broken Side. I'm not a fan, but the kids like it still. 
carrying all of those albums on its wide and appalling shoulders in the number one spot. Mm. So that is what we've got so far. But to be added to that list, I think the newest album that we've put into this list so far, isn't it, Renfrey? As I mentioned, Total Zanarchy by Little Zan. Little Zan! Um, it could well Nicholas... be. Uh, but, 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 but as, as we record this, this album is less than three years old. It'll be three years yeah. old in a, in a month, two months, in a couple of months. So, yeah. I think, well, I, I thought it came out in April 2018. Yeah. Oh, shit. It is actually just over three, just over just three years old. Yep. Um, Nicholas Diego Lienos, a.k.a. Little Zan, is one of them emo SoundCloud rappers, isn't he? According to his Wikipedia page, Apparently. which is where I've got quite a lot of this stuff from. <laughs> hasn't been fucked with. Hasn't been fucked with in the same way as the Naomi Campbell Wikipedia page <laughs> has been fucked with, to be honest. Um, from what I've read... Um, Little Zan dropped out of high school in California uh, before becoming a street cleaner. And then, what a shocker, he became a drug dealer. You know, like mm. every rapper ever. Mm. Uh, he was a drug dealer. And then he wanted to be a photographer. Mm. And he took up rapping after his camera was stolen. Well, Nicholas, you run with the wolves, buddy. <laughs> and that's what's going to happen. You get your camera nicked. <laughs> Gonna hang around photographing rappers and selling drugs. The person chances who, are you get your camera nicked. The person who stole that camera has not only committed a crime, uh, a, a thievery crime, but a crime against music as well. Because once his camera was stolen, he decided that that was uh, he should go into rapping. Uh, that would be an opportunity mm. for him to do that. So find he's that like the, man. He's like the he's like the person who said to Adolf Hitler, "You're quite good at public speaking, aren't you?" <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes, he is. <laughs> I mean, that man should be hung, drawn, and quartered um, for 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 what he did. Absolutely appalling behaviour. Yeah. Now, um, I was looking on Little Zan's Wikipedia page, as I mentioned, because I couldn't be bothered to do that much digging about him to be perfectly honest no um and and i think his influences are quite interesting and i think they play into um a little bit of the the negative reaction as to why why this album might have got a little bit of a negative reaction because he has cited the likes of nerd cage the elephant queens of the stone age and arctic monkeys has influences for his music alongside Mac Miller and Drake, which and, you know and Pharrell Williams as well. Well, yeah, NERD Pharrell Williams Pharrell's in NERD. Oh, okay, sorry, my bad. So you know, Aren't um, like a billion <clears throat> people in NERD. It was three originally, but okay. a lot of people. <laughs> I'm mixing yeah. up with So Solid Crew, aren't I? Uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> probably. <sorry>. Yeah, <laughs> carry on. White man's piece. Um, yes, carry on. Yeah, which which you know on paper that could have been quite good, right? Doing a kind of rap version of Cage the Elephant and Queens of Stone Age? Uh, it could have been very interesting. And yeah, it could have potentially been very good. I think the problem is, is listening to this entire 43-minute record, I can't hear a single... It's gone in already. Uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm trying to... <laughs> Steve, I'm trying so hard to hold I back. I really, really I am. I promise you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, listening to this record, I cannot hear a single second of influence from Arctic Monkeys, Cage the Elephant or Queens of the Stone Age. I, 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 if, he's, if he's listened to those artists and he feels that he's influenced by them, fair enough. But I don't hear it. I don't hear it at no, all. No, they are weird. I mean, the one that... It's a bit like Tom Petty with... Um, the cute is what we aim for the other week, isn't it? It was it was the Arctic Monkeys one, funnily enough, that got me because I was like, you know, where's like, Where? <laughs> I bet you look good on the dance floor. It turned into like, yeah. over and over again for forty five minutes. I don't know. A, there isn't a millisecond that... that 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 yeah. on this entire record that even equates to any of those last three in particular. Uh, yeah it's really weird it's 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 an absolutely insane bonkers thing to say on the insane bonkers scale of things that uh little zan says it's pretty low uh but it is a bonkers thing to say yeah yeah it is so um little zan got a little bit of mainstream attention from about 2017 after his music video for the song betrayed which is on this album got 
195 million views and counting on YouTube. Yeah. 195 million views on YouTube, Winfrey. Yeah. I'll I don't need that. to tell you that that is a lot. Oh, did you watch it? See, I mm. went to watch it and then I, I just didn't. <laughs> yeah, um, I did. Um, the videos, what happens in the video? Oh, not a lot. Um, he sort of postures at the camera um, quite a bit and um uh, uh occasionally like some of the lyrics flash up like when he does like 6660 or 6660 uh-huh. or something like that uh, amazing mm-hmm. amazing rhyme um and it's all sort of blue and neon and he flashes his silly teeth a lot um there's nothing vaguely interesting in that video whatsoever um nothing vaguely interesting in the song either i think maybe apart from i mean it really, really, really upset me that this was the song that um, made him big. Uh, it's, especially when you take some of the lyrics into account. You knew full well I was going to do this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Pop the trunk, I open up, I sold my soul for a good price. Out of sight and my hoe got talent, right? Whole squad ran through that shit, yikes. What can I say? I'm a businessman. I did my businessman, but I'm a bend it down and I'm a lick her up, then dick her down. She going to turn around and I'm going to kick her out. She going to talk that shit, but say how you make it up, how you fake a love. Holy son, I was the chosen one of she gone kiss and tell. She keep my wishes well, but I don't need her well. How my enemy, a friend of me. Why you all feed off my energy like I ain't dead yet. Higher entity, foreign bitch that thinks she into me with the foreign very viciously. Why these dudes want to take pics with me. She said she gay, but still into me. She said she gay, but still into me. She that she hates that I'm in the streets. I said that I hate that I'm in the streets. I want to blow up and make history. And she said that she hates my Insta feed. Hmm. Um, that's one of the i think that's actually one of the better lyrical passages of this on this record to be honest well (laughs) that is damning with faint praise but yes it may well be uh it's still hideously misogynistic for a a rhyme that's like came out in 2018 uh he Mm. later on goes to say about the lady in question that her pussy tastes like skittles uh which is sweet isn't it literally and metaphorically i'd say i've not had the uh good fortune to have a lady friend who's nether's taste of skittles so he's got one up on me there you know there's an advert with the guy who everything he touches turns to skittles (laughs) that that's his (laughs) ex-girlfriend but then he dated for a little bit you know yeah anyway uh, <laughs> it seems all of his relationships only last a few moments <laughs> from looking at his, at his personal life history I wonder why yeah. is it because he's yeah, a yeah. cunt probably <laughs> yeah um, so anyway uh, 2017 yeah I guess this is the time isn't it really where I mean it doesn't really feel that long ago but I suppose it kind of oddly doesn't feel that long ago but when i think of this type of music it kind of does feel like quite a while ago to be honest because i feel like now i can't really remember when this kind of shit wasn't a thing do you know what i mean it's become such a massive thing in the last three or four years um the kind of soundcloud emo map emo rap mumble rap whatever you want to call it it's become such a massive 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 thing over the last few years that thinking back to when it was just when it was sort of people were telling you that it was exciting. I mean, mm. you got to go back. Like I say, when that video came out, um, live forever and cry baby by little peep were out then, uh, stony by post Malone came out already at that point as well. Um, in 2018, when this album came out, obviously we got beer bongs and Bentleys, which was the massive, massive, ma- like it felt like everybody, particularly in rock music, people started going, Oh, Oh, it's the most exciting thing. Post Malone and blah, blah, blah. You know, 17 by XXX Tentacion was out in 2017 as well. Um, so it was popular with the youth. Yeah. Wasn't it? it was a, it was a, the thing that, the thing that the youth liked and the older people seemed to really genuinely hate it. And if only there were some older people from the time for us to talk to on this podcast who hated it back in 2017. If only those people, oh, hold on, that's us. <laughs> I mean, you are right to an extent, but also I kind of, I also saw this thing happening around 2017, 2018, and I was just so. It was such anathema to me that I actually kind of didn't touch it. So that last passage that you just did there, it's a lot of it sounded like you were talking a different language to me, I have to admit. So I am going to throw up my hands here and go, 
like whilst this SoundCloud rap thing has been very omnipresent of late, like everything you're saying is true, but I have actually managed to extricate myself from it as much as possible uh, because um, I think it's fucking abhorrent. Well, that's the beauty of the society as we now live in, Renfrey yes. Light. I yes. mean, as we had this conversation, funnily enough, as we recorded our weekly show yes. um, yesterday, we were having this exact conversation pretty much about the fact that you don't actually have to pay any attention to this shit if it's you don't want to. Do to. That. Yeah, it's you don't to do have to do that. And if it's easy to ignore people like Little Peep and Tentacion who are fucking massive and get literally hundreds of millions of listens on Spotify and getting in the top 10, getting number one albums and were kind of considered the definitive artists of that era if you can ignore them just think how easy it is to ignore Gojira like really really easy so you know that's a sort of separate point from what we're currently talking about but you're right I think you don't you don't have to pay attention to it if you don't want to because you know if this were I mean this is not like you know I think you were saying the other week like you would have known a Spice Girls song Mm-hmm. Like yeah, back yeah, in the day, no, ma- no matter what it. type of music mm-hmm. you liked, yeah. you would have like mm-hmm. you would have heard a Spice Girls song. You would yeah. have heard a an Eminem song. You would have heard a like you know a, a Britney Spears song. That's all down to the fact. I mean, you and I still remember when there were only four terrestrial channels on television, mm-hmm. you know, and all that sort of shit. You, there were just fewer places that you could go. There were fewer outlets to go. And now, if you want to ignore that crap you can um i was quite surprised and quite depressed to learn that uh little zan has three million monthly listens on uh spotify which really mm-hmm. is depressing when you consider some of the stuff that we cover you know wouldn't be able to get within a, 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 like a milli like wouldn't get anywhere near that um mm. yeah oh so much i'm, I'm, yeah, just, I mean, I'm trying to hold back i'm trying to hold back yeah yeah of course i mean this stuff is <clears throat> legitimately fucking massive it's massive yes huge huge and you know we've not really covered it at all on the show really because we cover interesting music yeah but the thing is is that you know like we had this conversation when we reviewed who was it i can't remember the name of we did someone's album on the weekly show recently who was kind of an emo he was on fueled by ramen um and he was sort of part of that emo rap thing. Nothing Nowhere? Nothing Nowhere. And he's sort of in that scene a little bit. And we had this conversation about how, you know, the idea of this, of basically doing kind of like modern emo, like kind of Fallout Boy, post-Fallout Boy style emo, but doing it in a rap setting it's not a terrible idea it's not an awful idea it's actually a fairly unique idea and it seems to have um you know it seems to have obviously hugely taken off but it kind of for me it lacks what i like about hip-hop it really lacks what i like about hip-hop but it kind of lacks what i like about guitar music and emo as well so do you think that's what this is yeah of a yeah sort of okay sort of i mean i think that's why when he mentioned stuff like kg elephant and queens of stone age and arctic monkeys that feels weird but if he'd mentioned like let me think of who the like one of the wettest modern emo bands like one of the real real wet ones like not not really fallout boy yeah something like that something like or 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 um uh, oh my god, I can't remember the name of fucking anyone now. All time low, something like all time low. Yeah, okay. Do you yes. know what I mean? If you mentioned that, that would have made more I'd sense go, to me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I still Mixed think it with... would have been a bit of a stretch, to be totally honest. But but it would have made but you think, more sense but, than Queens of the Stone. But you think Age. you know you know set your goals <clears throat> um, <clears throat> mixed with Drake? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I can see. Yeah, I can see. Is is sort of a, is sort of a thing, and I think the problem is is that you know both of those things do nothing for they neither of them tick the box for what i like about those individual types of music so really it's a bit you know it's a bit like it's a bit like i always say about a day to remember you've taken two types of music which are, are already awful and you've put them together and made them worse i agree totally and <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and that's why i think this stuff is you know i wouldn't say it's uh it, yeah it's just a 
it's not a bad idea. It just seems to be continually very, very poorly executed. I understand what you're saying. In theory, it's not a bad idea. I mean, it certainly is a bad idea to take two bad things and smush them together. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so but if you said point, to me, yes. like, mix mix emo and hip hop yeah, yeah, and put yeah, it yeah. together. That, yeah, that, no, that, no, that, like, that someone somewhere at some point will do or has already done that really, really well, I imagine. We don't mm. know about it, but I imagine, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that's not a terrible idea in and of itself. No, not at all. Yeah, I don't necessarily think it is. Um, in the build-up to this album, Little Zan told the radio show Ebro in the Morning that we really wanted the album to be something else. This album is where I feel like I shine with the whole creativity. It's a lot of stuff that people haven't heard. It's a very mature sound. I don't think they're going to expect it. <laughs> sorry i'm just cracking up at mature sound <laughs> yeah yeah it's really mature this isn't it all the talk yeah, about is, bitches yeah. and hoes like, sucking oh. my dick yeah really yeah. mature oh so I think fucking the, mature the, the the theme tune to the children's television program rainbow is more <laughs> mature than this yes, up above the streets and houses rainbow flying high that is less of a kiddie sounding song yeah than a, than a lot of this lame hoes catch the fade right i'ma make it right quick i'ma fight a dyke bitch i'ma catch this flight bitch delta can just suck my dick pigtails are the cutest thing little zan like finer things love my girl she riding things says whips i'm whipping past it 150 on the dash uh, yeah really mature really really mature uh centered very very grown-up record i feel mm. so um the thing is, is that what we're kind of, we're obviously, we're not hiding, particularly hiding how we feel about it, but just it being an emo rap album, I don't think is enough to get it here on the show, no, right? I agree. We could pick, you know, Beer Bongs and Bentleys by Post Malone. I remember listening to that and just going, this is boring. This is boring and stupid and rubbish. Like, do you know what I mean? But that is a critically acclaimed record, whether I like it or not. Everything I've ever heard by Little Peep, Little Yarty, Tentacion, all of those people, um, Juice World. I, I've never heard anything that I haven't gone at, from this at all. I've literally not heard a version of it that hasn't made me go, ugh. So you're going to go, well... Well, why Little Zan? Why is he the one? Why is he the one that's that's ended up in the hat? Um, and I think much of the reason for this, and it's actually quite a mental reason when you think about it in a lot of ways, is there's a video interview that he did with the hip-hop magazine account Revolt, where he was asked to rank a bunch of things out of nine. Um, there's some truly amazing utterances in this video uh mini golfer's life was one of your favorite wasn't it renfrey <laughs> yeah. um bitcoin makes some people money and some people no money <laughs> yeah it's very profound <laughs> yeah um little zan in this video is well look he's been through rehab and he's obviously got a lot of substance addiction. He's been very open about the fact that he's, you know, he's named after a drug. Obviously. He's named after Xanax. Uh, mm. Yeah, which drug. is a drug mm. um, and is not nice. And so, you know, I don't want to kind of, I don't want to kind of sneer at him for that particularly. But he, in this video, is barely awake, is he? no he's 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 barely awake um i put it to you steve that i believe that he might actually be uh high on some sort of marijuana uh in fact he says at one point i smoked a joint before this <laughs> so <laughs> i think that's pretty conclusive proof that he might mm -hmm. be stoned whilst uh whilst doing that interview and it shows um he didn't need to utter i i smoked a joint before this uh to, to let us know that it's pretty blindingly obvious um it seems to be his approach to the record as well because a lot of it is very slurred <laughs> and you can barely kind of make out some of the lyrics sometimes i mean i i do appreciate that i think that that's the style he's adopted mm -hmm. um but it also sounds really lazy arguably yeah i, I mean you watch that video and you just go <laughs> this is like somebody's loser teenage son who's just been woken up to do the house, to do his chores at sort of nine o'clock on a Saturday morning when he's been out in the park chugging on a bottle of strong, uh, 
Strongbow the night before or White Lightning. Like, he can barely open his mouth to speak. Do you know what I mean? Like, his eyes are drooped down. He's fu- he's fucked. And I'm not he's- sitting here going, you know, like, he's, he's, a, he's a rapper. He's not driving a bus. So, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, like, going, that's unbelievable that he's so far. How dare you? You have a response. I'm not saying, no, you have a responsibility to do anything. Do you know what I mean? He's not like... Well, like I say, he's not, he's not, he's not, yeah, yeah, it's his life. He can, he can do that if he wants. But I did look at him and I was like, you know, there's, there's nothing engaging about you at all. It's actually, it's actually quite tragic because the thing that we haven't mentioned here, as you said, he's, you know, been in rehab and so on and so forth for drug addiction and and he was addicted to Xanax. Um, He's 24. Hmm. He's 24 years old. Uh, like, well, it's actually, it's genuinely quite tragic. I mean, well, the, arguably yeah. he did it to himself, but it is tragic, you know? Really mm. tragic. That's what Radiohead said to him anyway. <laughs> I had, to, I had to bring up somebody with some kind of musical credibility. I'm afraid <laughs> yeah. I had to. Uh, uh. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, there are a lot of people from this scene i've mentioned juice world i've mentioned little peep i've mis- mentioned xxx tentacion i've mentioned or will mention mac miller there's a lot of people who have come from this scene and they're young young people and they are they are no longer with us yeah um and you wouldn't be surprised to learn that little zan you know if if, if the news broke tomorrow that he had died I can't say I'd be surprised. No, same. And, um, you know, because it seems to be a thing with, with this sort of generation of and, and this scene. And, I mean, the last time, really, that we had something of this magnitude happen, where it was grunge in Seattle, you know? Like, a lot of people died from heroin overdoses in Seattle during the grunge movement a lot of you know there are a lot of casualties to that and it feels like this scene is kind of in that respect fairly similar there have been a lot of casualties particularly from some of the the biggest names within it as well it feels even worse though because it feels like there's been more casualties more quickly i mean this is only i mean like look forgive me if i'm wrong about this but this has only really been a scene for the last like four or five years hasn't it yeah i mean grunge, well probably yeah you know grunge uh, started 84 85 and was and had about a roughly a decade long run i would argue um, yeah you're looking at guys in their kind of mid to late 20s dying in grunge where you're looking at 19 20 year olds dying in this yeah yeah it's 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 tragic and and yeah it's really really popular and people are putting them on this pedestal and uh it's just a sort of it's this kind of post two thousand post reality TV show thing of putting people on pedestals who are <laughs> basically fuck ups, you know. Mm. Uh, like, like you know, I, like if you delve into his personal history and stuff, he's a fuck up. He just is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, I mean, going back to this interview that we, that I think kind of is one of the reasons why the album is here. He gives Tupac a score of two mm. out of nine, calling it boring music. Finally, you have something in common, Renfrey. You and Little Zan have something in common. I oh, don't not, think I've ever said anything against Tupac, have I? No, I don't think you have. I just assumed that you would be like, nah, Tupac. <laughs> I, uh, I, I, he also gives bait. He gives bait over the nine as well. So yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have strong feelings on Tupac's music. Um, I've actually been uh, listening to a brilliant podcast documentary about the sort of West Coast versus East Coast, East Coast stuff quite recently mm-hmm. called Slow Burn, which I strongly recommend to anyone uh, because I'm trying to educate myself about hip hop at the moment, and it's an ongoing process. Um, I, 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 I don't, I can't i don't have a huge opinion on tupac i've not really listened to loads of his music i'm aware that he is part of the gangster rap thing that i'm not i personally don't really like but i would never have the audacity to sit here and go oh tupac shit because i don't really know his stuff so so i'm no i'm gonna extricate myself from this one well that's good i'm glad you think that mate i i have to be honest with regards to tupac I'm not a massive fan of Tupac. Okay. Um, I think he's good, okay. but I... He... I hear a lot of people who know what they're talking about with hip-hop um, uh, say that he's very overrated. Um, 
I don't know if that's true or not, but I, I do hear a lot of people say that. So, mm. uh, he's, I'm I mean, he's, my shoulders. I don't really know. You know, he's, I, he's good. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not calling him boring music. I think there's some awesome Tupac songs. I'm not sure if there's an awesome Tupac album, to be mm. honest. But there's some awesome. Like, he's got some great. He's done some great stuff, and he fair, was a little... very insightful person and you know he was and, very important clearly. and, and little yeah and Lil Xan isn't the only person to diss Tupac I've heard other rappers say well I'm not really a Tupac fan either I mean I've not heard people give him two out of nine uh, <laughs> on anything <laughs> but but you know I've, I've heard other people do that so yeah I, I you know I don't think like I don't think that's the reason he's in here particularly well I mean you say that but I mean so Revolt tweeted the clip out and some of the responses included there are a lot of responses um someone said i feel dumber now i know who little zan is <laughs> somebody said why are you wasting your time interviewing these no talent whack drugged out wannabe rappers somebody said all these nobodies trying to get attention dissing the goat someone said when is little zan's bar mitzvah and somebody <laughs> my favorite comment this is one of like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds my favorite comment <laughs> quite ironically he look retard. Why anyone care? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, oh dear. Oh dear. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Now you'd think that a little internet backlash for having an opinion on an admittedly incredibly influential and beloved late artist would, you know, that would be a, an annoying thing and it would be something that maybe people would remember a little bit or be a bit pissed off about. But it ended up, I think, kind of becoming a thing that represented this growing gulf between the new, young, upcoming SoundCloud rap generation and the old school guard. Like, how many videos have you seen of new rappers versus old rappers? Like, oh, when ra I miss rappers that used to do this. It's become a little bit like... It's become a little bit like new metal versus or like when deathcore versus death metal that's become a thing now i think in 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 sort of hip-hop culture i see a lot of that obviously i don't pay as much attention to hip-hop as i do rock music but certainly the amount of times i see oh I, I miss the days when rappers said this i miss the days when rappers dressed like this i miss the days when rappers were like this this is not real rap music this is not this this is and it is probably like oh i you know i've got an entombed patch and you like asking alexandria mm. you are a poser you mm. are this you are that that thing which has been happening in rock music for like two decades now mm. i think is started or then started or really began to happen in hip-hop around the time that you were getting people like post malone and lil peep and all those artists becoming really really big that feels like it's kind of ticked over um but this the is rapper the of attila uh having a go well those i mean people, isn't it <laughs> the, this album essentially is like it's kind of the hybrid theory of uh of emo rap except with but less commercially successful and yeah and with the with a worse rapper somehow mm. um uh, you know i i think um there's stuff like the rapper whacker flock of flame called for little zan to be banned from hip-hop i mean i don't know how you actually enforce that renfrey no <laughs> it's not a face. shop it's not like a cinema is it you know you your name's on the board here in the pub behind the bar we put his picture up behind the bar of hip-hop you're yeah. banned from hip-hop what do you mean banned from hip-hop yeah it's not really it's not really possible to do that yeah no that's yeah. uh insane so I, I i don't know how you enforce that at all um a headline from the from the nme read police called to rescue little zan from angry tupac fans what? Uh, he was he was surrounded by a group of angry students whilst just hanging out at his local Del Taco food chain in LA and had to flee to the nearest YMCA to escape the ire of a group of actual angry Tupac fans. Huh. Well, okay. um, he wow. was he was also sued by the name uh, by a man under he called Anthony Sanchez in June 2019 after a confrontation again in a 7-Eleven. He's just out shopping. Um, and this guy came up to him and started an argument with him about Tupac. Why have you disrespected Tupac? Blah, 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 blah. And little Zan, being the wrong one to fuck with, pulled a gun on him 
and uh, threatened him, and he got sued for emotional distress and assault and battery. Right. So, yeah. So it does feel to me like, yes, this album, spoiler alert, is not very good. And this scene, spoiler alert, is not a scene that Renfrew or I, as a hip-hop fan, and, uh, you know, as a, as a kind of, I would say, a a hip-hop fan um in not a ca- i'm not a casual hip-hop fan but hip-hop would be my maybe like fourth fa- fourth fifth favorite genre mm. if i was going to do my top five genres mm. it'd probably sneak in right yeah. i prefer punk i prefer metal mm-hmm. i prefer like 80s electronic music mm. that's what i like more but i yeah. really love hip-hop but it's yeah. not my absolute go-to I am much more of a casual fan. Yeah. And you, I are, you know, are, are someone who dabbles in bits yeah. and bobs from it, right? Yeah. So, you know, as people who are sort of fairly casual in general on this yeah. type of music, yeah. it's no shock to you that we're probably not that keen on the style. We're not really that keen on the album. But it feels to me like this is a kind of, this has become like a sort of poster child for the classic hip hop, the kind of the death core versus the death metal thing. That's Maybe it's sort of, of what this is. Maybe it's because of him and like his background and where he's from. I mean, like, yeah, possibly in terms of, uh, I don't, I, I've not encountered anyone calling him a role model. And if anyone did call him a role model, then I would suggest mm. that they not, I'm I was going to say something else. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but I, I was, I'd stop. Um, but, uh, you know, <laughs> like he's he is the he's pretty skanky isn't he <laughs> That's what he's, pretty, he's pretty skanky yeah but then it, but the thing is it's not like he's the most i mean fucking hell old um takeshi 69 like that guy's worse than uh, even with the shit i read about little zan i mean and people like don't get me wrong obviously people hate takeshi 69 they fucking hate him okay uh and, I've I mean, heard of him, but know absolutely nothing about him. Well, he's like going to go into hiding and stuff, and oh. uh, he's, you know, Let's I'm see. kind of shocked that he's still alive in a lot, okay. of, in, even more so than Little Zan, okay. and not because of what he's done to himself, but because of what I think would probably get done to him. Mm. Like they're not fucking around, some of these. Like you know, <laughs> I suppose the thing for a lot of young people is that they're not, you know, these these guys in in this scene like they are kind of living it like they're they're not fucking around this isn't a, this is this this is a weird comparison but it kind of reminds me a little bit of the sort of second wave of norwegian black metal where like <laughs> you're just young and you're mental and you're not really very good at anything and you don't really have that much talent either and you kind of concocted this noise which 95 percent well more than that a lot massive lot most people on the street would be like what the fuck is this really badly produced and thin and crap and it seems really kind of rudimentary but the people who like it they kind of like it because the chaos and like the the kind of what the fuck of it and obviously this stuff is far bigger than norwegian black metal because i think it's sonically easier to digest kind of easier to digest mm. but there is a sort Gives of me i think there is a, a similarity with Nor- it. norwegian black metal <laughs> yeah 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 but, but do you know what i mean i i think i think there is a thing where most people do look at this and go what the fuck and i think again probably in the same way as like most normal thrash metal fans would have looked at mayhem and gone are you fucking kidding me? What are you doing? This is not metal. You know, somebody yeah. who was who grew up listening to Public Enemy or the Wu Tang Clan or Tupac or whatever mm. or Dre or you know coming through with all the Death Row Records stuff would listen to this and go, nah, 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 oh, nah, of nah. Of course nah. they would. Yeah, um, we we I think we come from a scene and a time to a degree um, where authenticity was really revered. Um, there was a lot of talk about authenticity when we were growing up with rock music and these people are really mm. living it and so on and so forth. And I think we're generally in 2021 and in 2018 when this album came out, which is why I think it's insane that it's so big. I think generally I'd like to think that we're in more um, uh, 
smarter times let's say i I, because you know authenticity is all authenticity is all well and good up to point but that but you know when you're acting like a fucking dick and pulling guns on people and shit like that you know it's just like there is a point where you have to kind of go oh well that's not cool (laughs) that's that's fucking pathetic um but you know um it is kind of as as a 35 36 37 year old man you would do that yeah but as a 16 year old kid you you might not as a 16 year old kid looking for looking for your you know something which represents your generation you might you Um, might not but i actually i actually have a bit more faith in um younger you know younger people now because i do think that they're just okay well then you're you're an idiot then if you do because well well the worst (laughs) (laughs) yeah sorry to all the 16 year olds who listen to us uh of which no i i I don't think that obviously i don't Um, think that but you know i mean yes this is very popular in the grand scheme of things that we're talking about Mm. now actually sorry it's not popular in the grand scheme of things is what i'm trying to say because it's popular now but three million monthly listeners like it's we're not talking michael jackson big or anything like that it's still relatively in the grand scheme of modern music it's still small ish it is big for now but it's you know i don't think okay well i mean i I mean he's not the biggest is he i mean you've picked michael jackson there little peep 12 million monthly Mm. listeners um i think we've done this before actually um with uh xxx tentacion 26 million Ooh, monthly listeners that is getting close um, to michael jackson territory actually yeah fair enough juice world um 31.8 million monthly oh, listeners oh okay oh how depressing <laughs> oh, um and let's put post malone in as well just because i know he's a little bit different but he yeah post malone 45 million wow monthly i listeners. think that is more than michael jackson and obviously he's had wow. you know uh things his troubles hasn't he's had his troubles, you know yeah. dying and then hey, yeah 26 million so he's like oh, the th- michael jackson on spotify is like the third biggest although of, of course artists. that's talking today and you know yeah. like it's difficult to do those comparisons I've well i'll tell you what we'll put in well i'll tell you what i'll put in someone who's slightly less problematic only slightly less the beatles the Beatles, 24. They're the third biggest of, of uh, 24 million monthly listeners. They are, that's... I take hot, it all just, back. Just, you 16-year-olds are fucking idiots. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, God. I feel like I feel well and truly uh, uh, told their shit. I mean, again, just to kind of, to, to put it into a bit more perspective, um, Post Malone has 12 million more monthly listeners than Beyonce. Fucking hell. Yeah, I don't want to live in this world anymore, Steve. <laughs> God, well, <laughs> Just I mean, he, he's even even Kanye West has got ten million less monthly listeners than fucking Post Malone. After listening to this, I feel like I need to apologise to Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kanye West. I mean, this is the thing. Kanye West arguably did um, hugely popularise the the notion of this. So maybe, you I won't, maybe I won't apologise. So, you know, but, but but again, like, you know, it's that thing, you know, do you, do you smack Jonathan Davis on the bum? Yeah, exactly. You know, for uh, for, for, for a demon. Well, yeah, for a demon you do. Yeah, <laughs> bloody, um, <laughs> but for the, you know, for the Union Underground or for yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever shit. Gone, metal band you're gone, yeah. Mr. Deadman. Am I going to wag my finger at Dave Grohl for, you know, Days of the New? No, it's not his yeah, fault, is it? Yeah, so exactly. um, anyway, uh, so reviews pitchfork gave the album 4.7 out of 10 and said it's punk <laughs> or, <laughs> it's punk or it's the thing people who don't really know what punk means call punk or it's a dog whistle meant to sail over the heads of the elderly i.e anyone over 24 on saved by the bell a sitgo descendant on which zan manages to pronounce the titular phrase using only two consonants he raps fuck ah. them teachers fuck suspensions fuck detention and though many of the songs themselves feel hollow 
I know. Uh, many of the songs themselves feel hollow. I find myself struck by the idea of a character who is profoundly conflicted by the identity that made him famous. Living in a world in which a thing people want from you is precisely what you hate about yourself. The Guardian gave it two stars of a headline that proclaimed that this was moronic rap to make you feel old and that Little Zan had no good lyrics. Uh, they also said Little Zan serves a purpose. At the risk of sounding like a funky supply teacher earnestly preaching from a flipped around chair, rap is America's folk music constantly taking stock of the nation some rappers vocalize its troubles but others like little zan and his soundcloud brethren reflect them their violent misogyny torpor in inarticulacy reveals much about the rudderless generation as say kendrick lamar does but that doesn't mean it's good to listen to much like mean simpsons quote from principal skinner it's tempting to say the children are wrong about this um hotnewhiphop.com gave the album four out of ten saying while only a mere debut from an artist who's only really begun to find his footing there's no arguing that little zan's total zanarchy is not going to impress many newcomers conversely it may also disappoint even loyal fans of the of the rising rapper for all the production's charms the songs are generally rather underdeveloped zan himself struggles to project a quality that might help him stand out in an ever trendy climate of rap he's managed to emerge from uh, he's managed to emerge wrong. If he wants to become more than a mere footnote of the SoundCloud rap scene years later, Little Zan is going to have to learn how to consistently deliver for more than a fleeting moment. Enemy gave it two out of five. Can, can I, can Sorry, I do on. a quick pause there? Do you see mm-hmm. any charms in the production? Just out, just out of curiosity. I think the production is one of the few say when it comes to ranking this the production will be one of the few saving graces okay. of this record okay we'll get into yeah. that later okay yeah, yeah. uh enemy gave it two out of five little zan is by no means the worst thing to happen to hip-hop nor does he symbolize its death however he isn't very good either stretched to a full album's worth of material zan's music like a certain branded prescription drug quickly tires to those with little tolerance spin said it might sound good if you're 15 um the album may be bad but it's not especially so it's paint by numbers and as such blends in with everything else you might hear it in urban outfitters and confuse it for three other recent rap albums you've heard it will probably pop be popular with the contingent it's meant to appeal to which isn't meant as a swipe kids are pandered and marketed to all the time and little zan is far from the most offensive example instead he represents another cog in the new mainstream rap happening under the noses of the casual adult hip-hop fan um anthony fantano of the needle drop channel gave it a scathing not good review saying his lyrics are very repetitive but he even pushes that to the limits that are unbearable he sounds like he barely has a pulse half the time mm. his voice is one of the most boring and uninspiring things i've heard all year yep. he's like a creaky door that never finishes opening he also <laughs> compared it to brain cells dying and someone who laughs weirdly and someone who can't open their eyes properly uh, that is worth watching that video to Absolutely. be perfectly honest yeah um, um, one more thing on Anzina fantano he said that total zanarchy was the second worst album of the 2010s yeah uh do you know what was number one steve Corey feldman's undelic to the core i believe (laughs) yes an album which we have previously covered on broken records so interesting Uh, Uh, which currently sits at number five on our league table it went into the U.S. Billboard chart at number 10 and sold 28,000 copies in its first week as well. So um, let's not fucking beat around the bush anymore, Renfrey. <laughs> let's get into it. What do you think? And, you know, color me surprised when you say you've just ordered it on limited edition <laughs> box set vinyl. Uh, what do you think by Total Zanarchy by Little Zan? Um I kind of got hypnotized by it into a state of severe depression. Um, Mm. especially considering how popular it is and 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 this chat has kind of made me even more depressed about it i mean at least he isn't one of the biggest ones thank thank fuck for small mercies um i think if you have a mental health condition you should approach this album with caution uh because it could push you over the edge um i did listening to this it's 43 minutes and it felt like a a really long 43 minutes really long um this is why we overuse that you know the album's too long thing we overuse it because when an album is too long like this uh, this is really too long (laughs) this is way too long it's 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 so long and it is very one note i don't think it really changes all that much all pretty pretty much everything in those reviews um that you just read out i agree with like there's nothing um that is at all inspirational inspirational about his delivery in the slightest he's kind of a bez figure 
Um, but, you know, Bez had people around him who were talented. Lil Xan just has himself. It's it's like if Lil Xan, uh, it's like if Bez decided to come out and just do a rap project or something like that, you know. It's just, it's um, it's horrible, this record. It's, it's fucking dreadful. Um, I, 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 I absolutely hated it from the beginning i just found it really really low just low energy ponderous really just uh, his delivery is fucking appalling you can barely hear anything he's saying it's massively misogynistic in a lot of it um i i, I wouldn't be surprised at all if some sort of uh controversial thing comes out about little Zan at some point soon there are things that have already sort of hinted at that um a little bit but it wouldn't surprise me in the slightest if something came out like that because he seems like a right cunt um <laughs> uh just when i thought this album couldn't get any worse charlie xcx came in on track seven and pukes up some auto-tune i think i think up to that point auto-tune was the only thing on my list that i hadn't ticked off in, in the the things that Renfrey hates list and then track mm. seven comes up and she's auto-tuning all over the place i'm like right that's it this full house um i counted 15 seconds that i like on this album out of 43 Ooh. minutes 15 seconds do you uh, want to tell me what those 50 seconds it's are? at the end of the song deceived um if you're interested but you shouldn't be interested because this album is fucking awful um it does it, it, it's just just a nice quiet ambient bit i was like oh, that, that 15 seconds is quite nice and i actually <laughs> i actually repeated that 15 seconds five times through because it provided a little break for me and it just made me go it was kind of like okay i need a break before i go back into the album and become a punching bag for this absolutely what was the review that said makes uh, it was anthony fantani wasn't it makes your brain cells die yes i could feel my brain cells dying whilst listening to this record absolutely mm. that that sums it up really really well i think um i think it's awful i fucking hate it um and i find it difficult to see any redeeming qualities in it whatsoever although i am intrigued to hear what you have to say about it especially about the I'm... production and stuff I'm I was sort of determined to say something positive about this for whatever reason because I do feel like it would be so yeah I do feel like it'd be so easy and it has been so far fairly easy for us two people approaching or in middle age uh, into rock music to get a brand new rap record and go oh it's awful it's all awful it's all awful this entire record has felt like shooting fish in a battle in a barrel to be honest yeah 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 and and the thing is is like i say i think he's taking two things which initially i don't really like anyway and the big problem with it throughout the whole thing i mean i do actually think the reviews are right to point out the production because i think some of the choices in the production you know this is this is rudimentary musically for the most part i think the the i mean i think even that's kind yeah well i think you know diplo turns up on a song called colorblind and musically i was like gets better i actually don't mind that i actually would have no problem with that whatsoever i actually thought the kind of the acoustic bits on the charlie xcx song um moonlight you'd go oh there's actually a little bit of a kind of acoustic twang in the background i think made it feel a bit real i think i was uh, too, less synthetic yeah I, I think i was too distracted by the auto-tune to notice that but but fair enough yep i, I thought for little zan himself he pin he he pens a legitimately catchy chorus on the song the man a legitimately like that stuck in my head okay. so little of this sticks in my head mm. and i think you know which is when you are just overly repeating so i mean tiktok featuring two chains it is is like is dreadful is truly dreadful like i mean the there are points where the beats get fairly catchy in this even though again i think they are paper thin and they are incredibly rudimentary but when he's going i go gucci flip 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 flop like it's just like mate and he just says it's tiktok he just says tiktok over and over and over tick tock tick and it's like the only reason you would continually over repeat 
two words over and over and over and over and over and over again was to to kind of make it stick in people's head and it for, to make it to turn it into a hook and you can do that nicotine valium vicodin marijuana xd and alcohol that's i mean that's more than tiktok but that is just endlessly repeating the same thing over and over and over and over again hmm. like there are um hey ho let's go right do you know what i mean that's a great chorus it's not it's really you know it's not difficult it's really fucking simple you know we've spoken about the kind of the discharge haiku or the, the you know what idols do with you know just breaking everything down to its it, the, to to like the, distilling it down to the bare minimum of what it needs to do so i don't think that as an approach is a bad idea but just going to talk to like Lil zan is the problem on this record oh yeah absolutely i think if you take him out of it you've got a pretty unremarkable you know a fairly unremarkable but 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 fine not offensive mm. modern sounding emo rap record yeah right i, I don't i don't that. i don't think it is musically like you don't go oh what are you doing there's no there's no kind of stylistic production choices that i was like ugh about that i thought was shit there were some that i just thought that's really bang average well most of it i thought there's that's really bang average that's really you know that's quite boring that's quite obvious that's fairly kind of futile that's not really getting me excited in any way mm. but it didn't make me go like what are you di like what is that what is that noise you know like you hear some things and you're like why have you put that beat there what is that you know why is that like a car alarm sound going off in the background like that is so thin i don't think it's yep it's fairly thin for the most part but it's not entirely unbeefed out and you said you know it's it's quite one i think it's one paste mm -hmm. but i don't think it's textually completely on this you know it's not like just the, the there, entire way through there are very occasional bits that come in that i was like oh that's quite nice uh on the song diamonds there was a mm. flute that came in mm. which i was like oh that's quite that's quite nice quite for mature <laughs> yeah exactly for about four <laughs> seconds and then and then it goes and it's fucking shit again um mm. i mean every single song on this record has at least one co-write credit and whilst i don't know this for an absolute fact my guess is the good stuff is all done by the people who are not lil zan um because yes you're right he absolutely is the problem with this record i think the thing mm. is I, I i understand what you're saying about the production and stuff uh and i agree with it up to an extent i think the thing is is when you say lil zan is the problem with this record he is front and center of course for the entire I mean, look, fucking you know, thing so this you know. is not my thing at all but mm. the, but when i sat i mean i got three listens through to it right i listened to this three times wow well because i was because i was well like done. i'm gonna listen to this and i and i was like i think there's got to be a bit of something here somewhere i don't just want to go like i listened to it once and i hate it right mm -hmm. um but i think and I, and I do think production wise, I was like, you know what, actually, now my brain is adjusting to what this sound is. I don't think musically, I don't think if this wasn't, it would be a very boring instrumental record, but I don't think it's a disaster, in, like musically. He is the problem. He is this kind of little mercenary person is the problem. He's got so little to say. He's got no flow at all. Mm -hmm. And he's just a dude who... I, I, I don't. He doesn't appear to have anything unique or interesting to say. Like we reviewed on our weekly show, Right Act, we were talking about Bob Villain, and I said the Bob Villain album is very musically rudimentary, and I would like some more ambition from that band. It's the but, dark side of the moon compared to this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but Bobby Villain, their frontman, even though I was like, again, his flow is not spectacular. He is such a he is such an engaging yeah. person yeah. with such interesting lyrics and such yeah. forthright viewpoints that I'm he, like yeah. I want to hear I want to hear you push that. Yeah. I think I want this to is as to good. You. Yeah. yeah, I think this is as good as Little Zan can be because he doesn't appear to have anything worth listening to. He yep. doesn't have anything to say, he doesn't have any reason to say it. He's pretty fucking obnoxious as a person. I don't care about him. You know, I don't care what he thinks. I don't care how he feels. I don't really know how he feels. I don't really know. I don't understand what has compelled him to make music. I just think, you know, 
he is absolutely the problem with this record this record is a is a a kind of four out of ten maybe pushing a five out of ten music musically modern hip-hop records maybe pushing a very low five i would say if i was being super generous which is dragged down to a two because of the person who is fronting it who is incredibly dislikable and that is not me going oh all soundcloud rappers and this type of music is shit and yada 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 this individual person to me feels like a chancer a mercenary he feels like a third rate you know he he's yeah he's a demon he's a union underground mm. he's godhead he is jumping on a fucking bandwagon you're a photographer you're a photographer and you went, oh, I'll do this then, shall I? I like, you got nothing to say. I agree wholeheartedly with all of that. The only thing I would say is I actually think musically it's a four out of ten, which is dragged down to a one out of yeah. ten. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, the, the only thing I really have to add to all of that is not only um, is, you know, not only is does he not have anything interesting to say whatsoever but the things that he is saying are actually really unclear so he's called Lil Xan he's named himself after a drug he's clearly high <laughs> at times in interviews and stuff like that and yet in 2018 he considered changing his name to Diego in order to support his anti-drug message uh like <laughs> like he is a walking advert for anti-drugs but he, like you can't have someone stand up who's clearly off his fucking face being part of an anti-drug message and actually in that respect he's making things worse like as if anyone saw that and went well if that's if that's three million listeners on spotify yeah 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 loads of money absolutely and he's making all of that stuff even more difficult and i mean i can't imagine anyone would take him seriously thank fuck um but you know like yeah absolute abomination well to get into the aftermath i mean i think you know like he's obviously a very troubled guy and he's had a very rough time of it i just put little zan into the search engine of enemy and what came up was a series of pretty toxic sounding relationships um he went to rehab uh, he lost a child to a miscarriage with his girlfriend um his best friend mac miller died he got clean which is good obviously and you know he now considers himself to be some kind of reborn thing but he's been hospitalized with a panic panic attack in relation to contracting the coronavirus uh he's been investigated for assault with a deadly weapon he announced he's going to quit rap music and then immediately change his mind straight away and he's been doing a lot of stuff saying about how difficult i mean well little zan said he's sober from all the prescription pills after suffering from seizures little zan opens up about his battle with depression and sobriety you know he's he's 24 it's 24 and it's obviously like you it's know fucking tragic it's, it is it's it's like it's genuinely whatever you think about his music and whatever yeah, like it's tragic. It, it, a lot of young people have have, have been fucked and are, are casualties yeah. of this scene yeah, yeah, and yeah. again whatever you think of your music 20 21 years old 19 year old kids dying it's not funny and no. it's not cool and it's a kind of epidemic in that particular scene of music and like this album is bad it's really bad and to me like if he wants to try and reinvent himself as with a kind of anti-drugs message uh i mean you know he wouldn't be the first person to disavow his debut album and try and go in another direction and i hope it gives him some sort of uh focus and purpose for making far better music than he made whilst under the influence i mean this thing about all your you know that bill hicks or your favorite musicians were better on drugs mm. no i mean the red hot chili peppers were let's hope little zan isn't i mean like i said i wouldn't be shocked if he's not here this time next year because it does just feel somewhat inevitable but um yeah i mean if he does do that and get himself clean like no shade on the guy if that were to happen we'd have to eat our words i guess if he came out and he was he changed his name and he went oh that was rubbish but and he releases a great record i mean i don't i don't see it happening personally i don't think that will happen Because this is very, very bad. Mm. This is very, very bad, this yes. record. Yeah. Um, but we'll see, I guess. I guess we'll see. But overall, just for what this album is, it's like it's pretty fucking bad. Yeah. And um, where do we put it, though? I have a suggestion. I Go don't on. know how you're going to feel about it, but I do have a suggestion. Mm-hmm. 
so we have some really really troubling uh bands people at the top of the list and i think it would be sort of unfair to put him like in and amongst those people but i don't think it's unfair to put him just behind those people <laughs> mm-hmm. um anthony fantano said that Corey feldman's uh angelic to the core was the worst album of the 2010s um i got a lot more enjoyment out of angelic to the core than i did out of this uh, it's also a far more interesting record it's a far more interesting record yeah mm-hmm. far more interesting record um so i kind of suggest that it goes behind blood on the dance floor and ahead of Corey feldman at number five that is my suggestion that is pretty much where i was thinking about putting it as well to be honest with you. so good. i'm glad that you agree with me um i thought, so I thought I might, the way you were talking about it i thought i might have to fight for that a little bit but no yeah no i mean the thing is is like i the one thing i didn't really want to do on this show because like you say we don't want to mock feels, we don't want to mock him at all yeah and it feels like like you said it him. could it could be sort of shooting fish in a barrel with a yeah, record yeah, like this yeah. because it's a scene which i guess most people who listen to our show will will pretty much have a strong reaction against this type of music mm. and i don't want to give it a pass just because it's like oh i don't want to seem like like the uncool old man who doesn't understand what the kids are getting into and whatever I'm and i do feel <laughs> yeah 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 um and you know but, but just be that and just yeah, be like oh i don't know what these yeah. fucking kids are up to they're, they're idiots sort of thing and dismiss it so i was so i was quite um i was quite keen to at least try and understand it i think what's the main problem here is that we've probably picked by the looks of things we've picked one of the worst yeah examples of this well that's good for and us for that we, reason, we are looking for the worst record of all time so that's yeah 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 and <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i fair. feel like we've probably we've, we've ended up listening to a type of music which we don't really understand that well and we've our, one of our first sort of proper sits down to listen to it has ended up being like the shittest one and so that's all right it's all right for him mm. to be the shittest one mm. he could be the sh- you know he, if he's the shit one then it's pretty shit i mean it it's, means that the others they've got somewhere to go maybe yes. maybe yes. maybe maybe this genre isn't quite as bad as i maybe first imagined it was but then we'll maybe it is maybe it is as well i don't think there's many other ones of these uh of these in the hat but i don't know okay. i'll have a little r- r- route around and see what i can find i've got my hand in the hat now renfrey picking out next ones did you enjoy that little zan did you enjoy doing that i enjoyed or... i enjoy talking about it i i still have a headache from listening to it, it there's, there's a kind of dull ache right at the top of my head um which i just can't seem to shift uh maybe i should take some xanax i don't know um <laughs> wow um we're going back to big artists like super super duper big not post malone right. big but very big next week um madonna <gasps> m dna or american life we've been given two madonna albums here i'm gonna you say american list, life. <laughs> i know i think we maybe didn't decide which one we were going to do okay well i'll tell you i'm going to we're going to do american life and i'm going to put it back and next time we pull it out of the hat we'll do m m dna because okay. i do think american life is uh probably the probably the worst one. Oh, that i've just, just i've just looked it up yes i i'm i i, I don't think i've listened to it but i'm familiar with this album cover yeah yeah yeah. Uh, this is what this is one of the albums that i bought i think this might be the first is it the first one i bought no no i bought methods of mayhem didn't i i bought methods of mayhem and i bought results very very by limp biscuit so i have uh have a fair few of the albums that on the list i've actually paid money for and this will be the third one that i've wow. actually paid good money for okay uh, cool. oh, well apart from sergeant peppers which i then bought on vinyl after we did that after we did it and on blu-ray uh good all right <laughs> thanks very times. much for listening guys um we'll be back next week we're going to be talking about her majesty mm. nice see you then <laughs>